Welcome everybody. My name is Alexander Greb. I am the Customer Advisory Lead S4HANA Strategy at SAP and you are listening to the SAP Experts Podcast. In our industry, the first two months of the year are traditionally those of the big announcements. Lots of new and innovative things are released, presented and marketed, so it is sometimes pretty much a task to keep your eyes on the truly relevant news. This comes especially important when a really huge topic like Rise with SAP is dominating on all channels. Today I want to win your attention for a new program SAP has invested in considerably, the Value Starter for SAP S4HANA. It's our all new vision to value journey that will help you align the benefits of S4HANA with your vision and strategy, build your case for change, creating a transformation roadmap and definition of your deployment program, and delivering quick adoption and time to value as well as drive your continuous innovation and optimization. In short, if you want to maximize the performance of your digitalization initiative, this episode is for you. So I ring up Bill Bowers, Global Vice President for S4HANA Cloud Solution Management, to discuss setup and execution of this program and why the Value Star provides a strong foundation to simplify and accelerate your journey to become an intelligent enterprise. All of that on this episode of the SAP Experts Podcast. Welcome, Bill. Thank you. Well, it's a pleasure to be here, Alex. Bill, I'm not sure if you're aware of that. You own a very special distinction. Because when you and me sat together in WDF01 in Waldorf in March last year to record, I think it was episode 27, in which we were discussing the do's and don'ts when approaching S4HANA, This particular recording with you was the last on-site face-to-face recording I did for this podcast in which I sat physically together with my guest face-to-face and we had a physical meeting before the corona disaster then became so big that I had to switch to remote conversations. So, Wow, that's <laughs> a, a, an honor. <laughs> it's excellent. Perfectly. Um, yeah, this was almost exactly a year ago, what kind of things have happened since then? What's, what's your opinion about the actual status or the adoption concerning S4HANA at the moment? Yeah, so, I mean, the adoption continues to grow. We're, we're at 18,000 customers that have decided to, to go to S4 and about 9,000 plus live customers. Um, you know, naturally COVID had its impact. But but I would say that COVID had its impact in uh, initially a negative way, right? Because obviously customers were needing to stabilize. They were needing to understand how do we operate in this new reality. But quite honestly, COVID um, was also, um, uh, uh, it actually helped the the understanding of companies that they needed to be more resilient. They have to to digitally transform. And and that's companies of all size in all industries, right? Because they realized, hey, if something like this happens again, we have to be ready. We have to be more resilient. And so the the issue of do I need to transform? Is it strategically important? Is no longer really a discussion. It, it it's a discussion of what level of at why it's strategic is still a discussion, but it's not a discussion of do I need to transform. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's also what, what I really think about that because crises always have, have one side effect. It always points at things which are not optimal. Yeah, When you had like 10 years of growth beforehand and um, you could grow it even without being perfect. And when we've learned something in the last year, of course, is that maybe one thing that's probably also the last one now has gotten the message why digitalization is relevant. We know now, especially with our vaccine disaster here in Germany and the sluggish um, execution that we are far away from anything what we call a digitalization effort that deserves the name. Um, but also, and this is something from, let's say, a pro professional perspective, which I really enjoy is that the focus have shifted more, maybe not 100%, of course, but um, more to the right and, and suitable topics like the business value, like the things which are relevant. Uh, it's not treated anymore 
so much as an IT topic, um, but it's treated as a business topic because people want to get better. People want to gain um, capacities that they have not yet before. It, you know, I, I agree with you, but I, I have to tell you, I'm, I'm still seeing, quite honestly, in our uh, uh, customer teams and our partner teams, they still are having what I call the how parties. Sure. They're absolutely. still spending a lot of time with the CIO and IT mm -hmm. and really, you know, driving discussions around how versus the why yeah. versus the why change, why now and, you know, and and why SAP and a partner from a risk perspective. Um, so we're still seeing challenges around that. Exactly. You still have, let, let's say, the customers like greeting you at the first sight with the words, I'm a, I'm a Brownfield customer. Yeah, so by this almost killing instantly <laughs> uh, the why discussion and jumping immediately into the how. Um, but let's say from, from, from a certain aspect, do you also agree that there has been something of a learning effect that people realize that there are things that they have to become, like concerning resilience and so on? And um, by grabbing on S4HANA and then on to digitalization and digital core, they can improve in that aspect? Oh, without a doubt. As I said, they, you know, if you just look at the resilience topic and if you're dealing with any type of manufacturer, any type of company that has to has a supply chain, it, it, it goes without question that they've got to transform the, that supply chain. And, and, and it's across every industry. You can look at different kind of realizations they had because of the last um, 12 to 14 months. Right. So, so, so I, I that's part of what I see is the perfect storm for 2021. I think with a lot of the things that we're doing, um, and obviously we'll talk more about that, I think we've got uh, the perfect timing for 2021 to really you know, kind of see customers understand the value, understand the importance of moving to, to S4. You know, as a, as a first step, I, I think customers don't just think S4. As a matter of fact, no customer thinks just S4. They don't think products, right? They think, What do we need to do to, to really stabilize our business and grow our business? And I am a firm optimist, and I think that mid-2021 is going to be the uptick, and it's going to be a, a, a great year for, for our customers and also for you know, our business of helping customers move to S4 um, and start their journey. Um, when you're looking at the moment at SAP events or at the SAP communications or you join these kinds of events, you probably are now in the, let's say, end of February, you would be hard-pressed not to have heard yet of something called RISE with SAP, um, which is our transformation as a service offering, um, basically our, let's call it all-in cloud strategy in a certain way um, for 2021. What kind of effect, in your opinion, will have an initiative like that on the adoption and the way we talk about S4HANA? Yeah, so so that's a great question. And and I have to, as you know, I'm I've been with SAP for 18 years now in the industry for 25 plus. And the announcement of Rise with SAP was kind of a, a key milestone in, in my career, honestly, because it shifts the discussion to business transformation as a service, and it shifts it around end of maintenance, it shifted, shifts it around IT simplification. So it's really, in my opinion, game-changing for us, for SAP and, and our partners, right? Because what it does is it, it allows us to focus on not just S4, but the fact that SAP is trying to provide the next generation business platform. For, for companies, right? It's not about an upgrade of an ERP system, which is a back office financial system, right? What it, it allows customers and our partners and, and everyone is to start seeing, you know, the complete picture. And, and, and what I mean by that, I, I've used an analogy. I don't know if in Germany, uh, you, you guys had this, but in, in the States, when I was growing up, that we had these things called paint by number games right yeah and we it was a picture we also have it. and you yes. could see, see that 
Oh, do you? Okay, I, I, I figured I, it was probably created in Germany. Actually, <laughs> all the cool stuff is. Like yeah, a, because we normally we also <laughs> normally we also work by numbers in a certain way and use all this. <laughs> but, but 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 what was beautiful about paint by numbers, right? Is is that you had numbers of which color was supposed to go where, yeah. and then you had you know step by step instructions of how to do that. Well, you could see generally what the picture is going to be. But naturally, as you drew more and more of the colors, you've got a picture that, hey, it's beautiful mountains, it's a beautiful forest. And I didn't see that beautiful stream going down the middle of those trees and forests. That's what I think is happening with, with Rise is because we weren't positioning as for correctly as the, the core of a digital business platform. And, and I think we were siloed and we weren't positioning the entire picture to, to, to our customers. Now with Rise, we don't have a choice. Yeah. We've, we've, we're positioning the entire picture and we're changing the discussion from, hey, your maintenance is going to go out or expire to business transformation as a service. And we're going to be with you with our partners each step of the way. So for me, you can tell I'm pretty bullish you know, on rise and, and the impact it will have as S4 adoption, I think will go hand in hand because it actually will help address that risk and that I can't handle another big ERP project question mm -hmm. that most of our customers have. Yeah. Exactly. And especially to be honest, in the past, I always was fighting against these kind of events when you realize that um, the customer or the sales organization are selling something for whatever reason, which in the end is not the ideal combination because some elements which are important maybe are missing because maybe maybe the budget wasn't there or in the beginning there wasn't, let's say, the, the, the message was not sent in the clear way. Um, but now with these kinds of packages, like when you're setting up a home, home cinema, yeah, if you just buy your uh, huge television, um, of course, let's say one of the aspects is fulfilled by that. Like, for example, digitalization, if you compare it to, 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 um, to, to Rise. But, but the whole other aspects, like audio, like, like, like the all other formats are not met. And so your overall experience and what you get out in the end is, of course, diminished in contrast when you would have gotten something like a package first, where all the the relevant aspects are addressed and this is something actually what happens with rice of course you may ask like okay i understand why i should get the digital core and i understand why i should put it into the cloud but what's this kind of bpi thing in there and we have an, another episode uh, with vasilis lois and michael sokolek talking about that but there comes the aspect into it like you need this kind of uh, let's say small kicking in your back all the time where it tells you like look at this. Yeah, you can be better here. Or look there. There you can be better. Or come on, move yourself. Yeah, you can be better. And by this, yeah, you are becoming much more performant than just buying, let's say, certain applications without the context. And this is putting everything into context. And this is a beautiful thing about that. No, I, I completely agree. I mean, you brought up a, a, an important element that really makes... Um, rise with SAP and business transformation as a service plausible. And, and, and what do I mean by that? Yeah, there's a lot of, we've got the network, we have the platform, but you mentioned one key thing, business process intelligence, right? SAP has made a conscious decision that we're going to, to, to drive and provide a suite of solutions that enables our customers and our partners to manage value and, and manage that at a process level for our customers. That is critical. Right, because you, there's no way we can deliver on business transformation as a service unless we have that underlying platform, you know. And so the other thing that that I'm really excited about is the fact that we're taking some of these separate siloed tools: BSR, business scenario recommendations, Pathfinder, Spotlight, right? And and with the Signavio acquisition, we really are are going to build a suite that is going to allow us to drive business process performance, right? So that's very powerful. Where I think in the thing that really excites me is process performance is one element of business performance. And if you look at what we'll, what SAP is also doing, and we've been doing this for years with our whole value lifecycle manager platform, is if we marry process performance with business business performance, We're, un we're unstoppable, right? Because then we, we really can, can 
drive continuous value realization and management for customers over time as their needs and, and as their as their desires change, right? So that's that's in my mind why I'm so excited about Rise. Is it perfect? Is it is it um, do we have every I dotted and T crossed with everything in Rise? No, we don't. But is it a is it a a, a, a shift that justifies and, and shows that SAP is taking very clear actions to 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 our promise that we made back in in Q4 last year to move our customers to the cloud, without a doubt, right? And and so as you can tell, I'm pretty pretty bullish about the rise of SAP. Even if you're bullish, of course, I think there's still enough room to point at certain things within that rise context. Of course. And, <laughs> um, I think um, it is still very relevant to mention that the context of rise and of course the, let's say from communications aspect, the special mentioning of the cloud aspect, because this is especially like in Europe and in Germany, a huge topic that we are lagging behind with that in our economy. This is no, no secret. And I think um, we can be very, very clear about that. But still, um, it may, of course, happen that you um, put by this kind of discussion, um, when you are then talking about business transformation as a service, a bit away from, let's say, the reason why you should do this and you may maybe <laughs> narrow the let's say outcome and the purpose and your benefit to something of a tco story of let's say ah you go yep. to the cloud and so on and you jump too short by that i think we have to be very clear about this you really have to encompass the whole value story especially from an application point you have to sell the applications first then the deployment model then you have really a good and clear picture about what is more or less Where's the B for you in that kind of scenario? Yeah, so Alex, you could have said it better, right? And that that was one of the things in January that kept me up at night, right? I actually was having a discussion with, uh, I won't mention the region because I don't want to, uh -huh. you know, talk about any regions, <laughs> but I was having a discussion where they were talking, mm -hmm. Bill, with Rise, we're going to talk about the value of cloud. And I'm like, yeah. what do you mean the value of cloud? Oh, well, we're going to reduce the TCO, right? The commercials are, are totally different for our customers, right? And and it's really going to, and I'm like, okay, well, TCO is it might be an interesting discussion for some customers. I, I don't think it's for all customers, right? Depending on the complexity of their landscapes, depending on you know what they're doing. What's always a relevant discussion is the business impact and value, right? And so... What we never want to do is separate those those discussions. And that, if you want to talk about some of the things I'm not so happy about with Rise, I mean, we we thankfully have an internal TCO calculator that we've actually rolled out to the field, but but it's <laughs> it's not integrated yeah. with with our value piece. But I assure you, we're working diligently on that, and the the version that we release to um, the field, the partners, will be integrated with with our value lifecycle manager solution, so we can look at the value first, and then the cost second, and then the business impact last, right? Which is the logical order in any any sane person's mind <laughs> how they're thinking about business impact and value right <laughs> absolutely and and this is actually what we want to talk about today um there's something of a service which is called the value starter which is about finding your individual case for s hana but um is this one 100 new or do we know something of an let's say older iteration of it already well we we did have you know, something that we had tried within the MOVE program, many people may have heard it, it was called Adoption Starter, yeah. right? And, you know, the the thing with, with Adoption Starter is we were trying to, to encompass too much of the journey in, in one one program. And, and what we really realized is the biggest problem that the customers still have after five years of deciding to move to S4 is still the why question. And so what we decided to do, well, in the second question and problem that they have 
is you guys have a tool for everything. You have a separate piece of content for everything. You guys are killing us and confusing us from a field partner and customer standpoint. Can, can you help us intelligently and simply answer the questions of why, right? And, and put that all together so that, that you kind of end the confusion. Right. And, and I think that's the reason why we said, OK, adoption starter, we need to focus only on the why. And then we really need to to drive. And you're you, you correctly called it a service. Most people still call it a tool or what have you. It's it's a service. And, and we'll, you know, obviously be talking more about exactly what that means. So it's not like this is just a renamed adoption starter because, you know, there are always, you, you, you hear these kind of stories that they're in Waldorf, there is this secret room and then this room opens up every New Year's Eve and then lots of elves are coming out and secretly rename everything that SAP has have, like calling the cloud platform, technology platform and so on, calling maybe adoption starter, value starter, and then they disappear again till the next year has happened. This is definitely not the case. It's not like there's a rebranding of the adoption style. This is something different. This is different from the ground up, right? So we, we didn't take anything that was valued with as adoption starter and uh, reuse and, and value starter. So it's fundamentally from, from the architecture of what we're trying to accomplish for the customers and the way in which we're trying to accomplish it. It's, it's different. The only thing that's common is that, you know, we had pre-built content and we do have services that are actually working with the customer, working with um, um, the field and with our field and with our partners to, to, uh, to, to uh, take advantage of the service, but it's definitely from the ground up different uh, than adoption starter. So what kind of enlightenments slash um, benefits do I have after using the value starter without talking about the ingredients we will talk about later? Just like what do yeah. I what do I get when I have done it in contrast to my status beforehand? Yeah, you get you get an initial version of your value and benefits case, which mm -hmm. is what all customers want, right? What what is going to be the business impact? for my company and specifically the incremental business impact if I'm talking about an, an uh, ECC customer, right? That's the biggest question, right? What you also get is, is a, um, a tie back to why it's strategically relevant. What's the strategic imperative, right? Because the, the approach that we're taking is to look at it from the eyes of a customer that and it's a one-in-one -on -one engagement. So what is their strategic um, uh, priorities? And what specifically in S4 is incrementally going to support those and drive impact. And, and then what, what they also get is, is we call it a case for change. Um, they get that value assessment coupled with what we've learned from a lot of engagement with customers on what should some next steps be, what other decisions that do they need to make. So we don't try to put it all in that because we also wanted to make it, you know, a very crisp and, and succinct engagement, but we, we do give them um, uh, an initial roadmap and next steps of what they have to do to, um, to, to, to complete their transformation plan, to keep their business plan, and to drive out a full business case. So that's it in a nutshell. And this is an individual report. So this is not, not something like a general value statements or something like this, but it's really put into the individual context of the customer. It's customer specific, and we actually spent a lot of time on this in Q4. We we had had a broader value starter, and, and we we got feedback from customers and partners in the field. And they said, "Look, don't do any general, you know, one to many things. When we get into details, there's one part that we do, but but that's a fun part. But we all of this is customer specific. It's from the content that we start with is customer specific, and we basically." walk and handhold the customer and the partner and the and our and, and our field team through the process of building that value assessment because that that's still like a, a a secret art for a lot of people you know discussing outcomes and discussing value drivers and capabilities it's almost like a black magic to yeah. some people and what we've done is we've we've put a simple science 
around what a lot of people view as a black magic, right? And uh, yeah. But um, I understood you correctly. This is something mainly for ECC customers. So if you're, for example, a net new name, not let's say coming up from 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 the SAP customer family, um, you would not be really applicable for it. Yeah, right now that's the case. But I, but I will tell you, where we um, are focused on uh, franchising this eventually and we, we we are automating actually building a delivery platform where we can actually give get partners more involved and 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 actually um have some flexibility in what's done and what's not done right because you know when we get in the details you'll you'll see there's things that you could just leave that section out mm -hmm. but and you could still get the same value assessment right so so right now we're razor focused on our install base our ecc customers because you know Uh, we really want to help them, you know, build that 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 value case, but but over time it, it'll evolve because um, because this because move and value starter is a critical element of Rise, and as you know, Rise is not just limited to our install base. Okay, um, so let's go into these kind of details. Um, can you give us a short overflight, like 360 degrees, before we go into the each elements? Okay. Yeah, I can. So, so basically what we do is we, we from a, an outside-in perspective, and it's not fully outside-in, we, we build a point of view for a customer. So mm -hmm. we take everything that we know, because they're our customers, and we take everything that we can learn about our customers, especially if they're, they're public. You know, it, it's, it's not a secret what strategic priorities are. You can look at annual reports. You can, you can investigate your customer, right? Yeah. And so what we do is we put together a point of view for that customer. And then what we do is we engage with the customer, with, with the team that's working with the customer and SAP and the partner. And we first, obviously, are talking to our friends in IT, the CIO, what have you. And what we do is we have a pre-meeting prior to ever having this engagement where we It, it, it want to, to uh, understand and review this initial point of view. Why are we doing that? Because when we actually engage with a customer, we want to have the business present, right? We want to have the right parts of the business at present in that session. And so we need to have some early discussions. What we do when we, when we actually go through the session is we, we have basically three half-day sessions, right? One-on-one mm -hmm. -on -one with the customer. The first one is actually a wow moment, and we we use the simulation game to really create a mm -hmm. wow effect. And and it's uh, customers love it because that's the one that where they compete, right? Yeah. They actually play the game and compete company to company, so that that they they really are attracted to that. Then what we do is we walk them step by step through how do you analyze your your current system, how do you look for opportunities where you're not getting where you're not using things that are in S4 today that, that are not in your ECC system, how can we impact your business? Then they evaluate the business case and, and then, the, then we talk about, you know, the next step. So very succinct, very um, customer specific. And it, as I said, it takes them step-by-step step on, on this discussion with the business on how can we impact their, their business and what, what specifically in S4 will drive that impact and provide value for them. So this is nothing like a, let's say, service, like a report, but what you execute on, for example, your um, solution manager or something like this, and then you get a report out of it generated and they can read. This is actually interaction what's happening there from people with it's, people. It, 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 it's interaction, right? Yeah. And you bring, you bring up a good point, right? Because Obviously, as I said before, we have a lot of tools. We have a lot of reports. I mentioned the BSR report. That, that's a perfect, quote, report that we give customers. That's 250 pages long. Granted, now it's online, so, so it's no longer a big PDF, thank goodness, right? Mm -hmm. but, but the fact is, is that a report is a report is a report. You need to have a discussion with the business or the people to analyze what is that, what information is that report giving us? Right. And, and that's, that's basically what we have realized. It was part of the problem. Don't give a big report. Don't just give a tool 
and and say, hey, partners, you got all these tools, you got all these reports, force be with you. Why are you having trouble creating a, a, a business case for your, your customers? And and so we, we realized that was no longer feasible, right? And so what you're doing basically is um, what we try to realize within, for example, our S4HANA solution by giving customer capability in their, let's say, execution of their daily work of not just having insights, let's say like bad news, like you are missing materials or you're missing, or your demand is too high for what you can deliver. Um, but then we do not leave him alone. We do that also into action part um, because insight alone without into action does not really help. Yeah, we guide him to exactly the solution to his individual problem in this case, like for example, a material issue. The same thing applies here to the topic of S4HANA slash value discovery that you do not only tell him like, look, this is what you may get out of it, but you also tell him like, do this and that to achieve it. Yeah. And, and so I think just one correction, we're, we're actually not telling them, right? What we do is we provide a perspective, perspective. and then exactly how it, and we have like, yeah. And we have a discussion because because that's part of the problem with you know some of these reports is some of the the data in the reports is wrong right and it's not always representative of what is really happening in their business right and so you have to have a discussion and we we form a hypothesis and it's a very kind of focused hypothesis and then what we do is we go through discussions and we go through validation both before the one and a half day session, but also during the one and a half day session to say, okay, it, which of our, which points of our hypothesis are correct, right? Not all of them are, some of them are, but what we're trying to do is just in that session is if we can find two or three, what I call nuggets of gold, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, there's, because we, we know that there's no CIO on the planet that doesn't want to move to S4, right? He's like, Okay, how am I not going to get um, want to get uh, take advantage of 10,000 times more computing power since ECC was created? But it's not even a logical discussion. What they need is the business buy-in, and it doesn't take you know a full business case in a lot of times. It just takes enough of the business buy-in and the core areas of that particular company where they see, yep, okay, I got it. It's tangible. I see where the, the impact can come from. That may be enough in a lot of cases. We, we had a couple of, in our pilot of Value Starter, we had a couple of companies that it was enough. When, once they saw the nuggets of gold and they really believed them, they were like, okay, we, we see the business benefit. Let's move forward. But you still like, um, like um, build it up on that um, well-proven why what how part as far yeah, as so, so, mm -hmm. yeah so what we focus on you know right now right is more of of the why and, mm -hmm. and and let's be specific on the why why change the strategic priorities why now right why what are the things that are preventing me from achieving those strategic priorities and the ysap and a partner which you know what what are we going to to do? How's it going to reduce my risk? By the way, this is where rise with SAP kind of really helps, right? Because because we've started to introduce um, the value of cloud. Don't as we said before, it's not all about the deployment option, but exactly, yeah. the fact that we we are introducing that that has the potential to reduce the risk, potential to reduce cost. Right, but but the point is, is that it's all three of those together that you have to consider. Um, now, on the what, of course, we get into the what because you can't really get the 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 value and answer those questions in detail if you don't cover the what at some degree. Now, the how, you know, that was where adoption starter kind of spent a lot of time, and and the reality is, is that over five years, we've a lot of our partners in SAP. I won't say have perfected, but we know the how pretty well, right? We yeah. got a lot of tools on the how. It the issue was not as much the how. The issue was the 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 why and the specific what do I need to do now, right? That was the that was the has been the issue.
Exactly. Like, how do I get all the horsepower to the street? Because in, today in the morning, there was um, maybe you you also um, participated in it. Uh, the Hamburger Strategy Days, where the CIO of one of our live customers, we can name the name because it's a reference customer. It's Döler. Um, referenced um, oh, yeah. uh, was 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 telling his story like how they moved to S4 HANA cloud and uh, also like he said very clear like TCO we had 30% um, like on a let's say pure um, running the system basis yeah and then he had that pause and said yeah but to be honest if you look at what was really in there from a strategic side of view from a business side of view this almost does not matter and now it comes to that what you say because all these three parts the why the what and the how all of them have certain benefits certain um aspects of improvement of 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 getting money out of it or getting like efficiency out of it in it and um like you said concerning the how we have whole departments and whole uh, jobs and, and structures and organizations covering this in a very professional and and and, and uh, experienced way The why still is still for many some a, a, a bit of a voodoo question, yeah. Where they say yep. like, okay, why should I go? And then the opinions come in there and sell them the facts. But you deliver the facts. Exactly, precisely, and that, that's why we focus on the scope of those facts for the why questions. Yep. Um, listening to what you said in like one year ago, I would have said, oh, this really sounds like three days which you spent on site which is probably now a bit different concerning the restrictions we have to live with is something you really can consume on a remote basis or is this something where yeah we basically still need that kind of uh, on-site aspect no i mean this as since we designed this during covid times and we built it during covid times obviously it it is fully functional remote right and and um we we make sure that we have you know obviously we're delivering around the globe and in and, uh, and all regions and all countries right and so we we make sure that we have local teams and and we consider local languages and cultures right um but no it's 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 fully remote and it's, it's also fully effective right um you know i mentioned the simulation game that was totally re redone to to be a remote experience and it, it sometimes you know you you look and i don't know if it, it, this this remote working uh, some 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 it's almost too efficient right and too yeah. uh, too precise right and and i think for me i'm i'm probably i don't want to would admit it to my boss but 200 times more efficient than i was when i was having to you know get over jet lag and, and travel all over the, 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 the planet. But uh, saying that, you know, I, I think that you do lose some, uh, some benefits, obviously by personal uh, touch and what have you, especially when you're having discussions like this, as you described as voodoo, people yep. aren't always comfortable with it. Right. And so we've really focused though, on how do we, um, really start to have those discussions i meant the simulation game i think you you also know we've developed a virtual board game that's not an integral part of a value starter right right now but it, it will be right so so we're looking at different ways to 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 really drive that experience virtually that keeps it energizing and wow right so that's uh it's, it's really a key design criteria when we were building value starter The next question, of course, that comes up is first, of course, who delivers that? Are these all, yep. let's say, SAP digital business service people or are these partners? And of course, um, how much does this cost? Yeah, so first question, the easy one, doesn't cost anything. So uh, SAP is, is, has invested considerably in this. I, and what we... The way we're designing this is is uh, like like a franchise model, like a McDonald's model, right? And what we've done is we've built our own delivery team where we have, well, we've actually built a couple teams. We built a content team that actually has content factories where we can build high quality content for each customer reliably. And then we've built teams that actually drive the delivery. Now, our goal, quite honestly, is to to 
have that delivery team only be a franchise team. And so we want partners, even internal to SAP in different regions and what have you, we want to be able to franchise and, and give them a platform, which by the way, I think I mentioned we're building so that, so that basically it can be delivered in, at a market unit level, not only in language, but in culture, right? Which we all know in different countries that changes. So, so we, we've got big plans for Value Starter. Uh, uh, and um, right now it's delivered just because we want to drive consistency and quality. It's driven by one delivery team, but that is rapidly changing because we have partners that have already signed up to be franchise partners, and we're already enabling those partners to to not create the quality. We'll mm -hmm. continue to, or the content because we want to keep the content factory consistent, but they'll do the delivery of the engagement with the customer. But that could be a quite interesting entrance point for partners, for example, into certain sales cycles, because normally or a traditional way, partners start to be part of it when this discussion is already finished or then or they apply maybe for becoming part when this dis discussion is already finished when you are a partner who is able to do this kind of discussion and to execute this kind of service you are in there and probably if you do your job good in that aspect you stay in there do you agree with that yeah well, I, i do and keep in mind there's different types of partners right so as 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 you know we've We, we go to market and, and sell to the largest companies in the world and some of the smallest companies in the world, right? And so some of our customers are small mid-market businesses. And the way we go to market with that is through partners, right? And so they, they are responsible. They, they, they are full, uh, fully responsible for, for, the, for, those part, for those customers. And so with, the, with those uh, VARs, value-added resellers, right, it is – They are needing to, 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 to develop the business case and be engaging with their, their customers. And so it's really providing, value starters providing scale for volume. Now, when you look at other customers where, you know, we are selling and SAP may be even delivering, um, or, uh, you, you have systems integrators and there's two types of different system integrators. The ones that I'll say have the capacity to, to be, build a business case and answer the why question and those that, that don't, right? And, and for those that don't, right, they have the, the, the how capability, right? And where, where they've really been struggling over the last few years is, is in their business been struggling is because the why question was so important, they couldn't answer it. And, and some of these, these customers were smaller, I'll call them, you know, not mid-market, but, but, you know, not big enough for the, the SAP machine to always being engaging with them, they had difficulty helping those customers make the decision because they were having a lot of, as I said, how parties. With this, we can help those customers and those smaller customers answer those questions and, and get started on their journey center, right? So I think, and then for, and for, the, for the larger partners, right, even the partners that have the ability to do the strategic management consulting, the ability to build the business case. Those partners were taking a lot of time up front, you know, and, and actually costing a lot of money for them to, to engage in, and quote, free activities. Because let's face it, if you're dealing with a systems integrator, they've got to look at how, you know, they're, they're, they're making money and out of that service oriented that they, they would have to build for. Well, they can't do that unless, you know, it, it, they get to a point where the customer wants to drive a project and they need to, to develop that transformation plan or what have you. Value Starter is something that helps them get over that hurdle of what's the incremental value of moving this for. And, 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 and as I said, once you get over that hurdle, then all of the other things that you, all the questions you need to answer for the customer can be answered a lot quicker right? Because they have, they're over, over that, that key point that was, was keeping customers from moving forward. Right. So I think that's the, the benefit for partners. Yeah. Well, so imagine now a customer is this like, um, I absolutely understand that what you said. Um, I really want to do this because I see the points I want to go to S4. 
um, probably they then also, of course, ask them the question, like, um, how do they proceed? Like, um, is there something of where they can register? Are there special do's and don'ts about the value start that they should uh, consider? So what would you um, give customers who are interested as, let's say, your first five important steps to really leverage the value of the value starter? Yeah, so so let's first talk about the do's, right? And this is this is important, right? So first off, you know, not all customers are at this the same place in their journey, right? That some of them, as we said, you know, the CIOs are, are usually understanding that we need to move to S4. But the internal mindshare of other business leaders may not be at that same point where they're even ready to entertain that discussion right now. And so what's really important is, is we make sure that the customers are at the right point. And what does that mean? Well, the CIO has, has access and cooperation from the business. Because if you can't get the core business leaders to attend the session, it, it's, it's not going to be uh, effective. Yeah. You're not going to get the outcomes you want, right? Um, and, and so, so we, we need to have that. The second thing is, we need to make sure that there's a, a few things in place. If it's an existing customer, you need to have that 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 BSR, that spotlight report we talked about, because what you need to have is you need to have insights into their current system, because you you can't intelligently have a discussion about an incremental value potential unless you really have more data, and that and that's kind of the 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 nuance here. The other thing is we were just talking about is making sure that you have both SAP and the partner, um, you know, attending the value starter session. And, and this, this sometimes is, is, is difficult because, you know, you know, you need the customer to chime in and say, yes, this partner is the one that, that uh, is my preferred partner. That's going to help me on the implementation. Right. But the importance of that, right. Is that you can, reduce a lot of time, reduce a lot of complexity if you have both SAP and the, the partner that's going to be doing the actual deployment. Um, and the, 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 the last thing is that be actively involved in Value Starter and, and defining the next steps for the customer. So the, you know, if, you, if you actually have the, the pleasure of driving Value Starter with a customer, make sure that, that you're engaged, make sure that you define the next steps, right? So that's, that's the key thing. Um, you know, on the dotes, I mean, you can obviously take the the counter of 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 what I what I talked about, and you know, the biggest don't is don't waste our CIO and IT friends' time, right? If you if you don't if if there's not access to the business leaders and you can't have the right discussion, then then don't don't have don't introduce value starter yet. If you um, um, try to get customers to attend too early in their decision process, it's just going to frustrate them, right? And um, yeah, so, so I think that's simply the don'ts. Now, how do we, um, how can, can um, customers participate? Well, you know, this is really, you, you know, the, the decision since we want that, those criteria I just talked about to be uh, uh, analyzed. We really need the partner and SAP that are, are working with the customer to, 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 to make a decision, is it the right time for, for this customer to attend? Right, and and we we work with um, all of the regions and all of the the different countries on um, providing um, recommendations of who we think are the, the the those those right customers. But at the end of the day, it's it has to come down to a decision with the customers and the partner and, and SAP who are working with that. And so, um, what I will say is is we. Um, have ability to to scale this into to the thousands of engagements. So we, we really invested a, a lot of time building this out in Q4 so that it will scale. Um, and so you know we're not limited to 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 not being um, you know able to, to to handle multiple customers. We just want to make sure that um, as I said that that we it's the right time for the customer and it's it's uh, um, evaluated essentially by their team that's working with them on is it the right time. Absolutely, yeah, because it, that's that's sufficient even for the best tools and the best instruments. Yeah, it, never you should use something like the 
adoption starter uh, or value starter or serv some services like uh, I have had my first discussion with a customer. Um, I absolutely uninspired myself. Let's throw the service in and he will solve all my problems. I think you should apply it smartly and then it will fully um, encompass its, its, its possibilities. Well, that, and that's why we, we, when we were piloting this in Q4, we, we actually didn't have this um, kickoff session that we have, this, this information call that mm -hmm. we call it, right? Um, preparation, we call it the pick. But that was very important, right? Because we wanted to get the customer with the account team on the call and say, this is what we're going to be doing. Is this going to be a good use of everybody's time? Right. And then once we, everybody said, yes, it's going to be a good use of their time. Then we were able to ask, you know, some of those specific questions to, to further make sure that we refined, you know, our hypothesis so that we could make sure that that is time very well spent. Right. And, and that was the, that was a big, those learnings were a big change because, it, you know, at first we were like, oh, let's just, if we can get any customers to do this, we'll take, but, but we, we've refined it and now it's, it's a much more uh, um, in, uh, focused approach to getting the right customers there. Sounds good. Is there a question I have not yet asked you about the value startup? Uh, well, you, you mentioned on, you know, if, if, how can customers get information there? Yeah, there's, true. There's there's available information that's out on sap.com. They could obviously talk to their account teams. We do have the the magic email that is manned, you know, 24 by 7, and that's sforhana.value.starter at sap.com, right? So obviously without the slash, so it's sforhana.value.starter at sap.com. We will and put so, that in the notes. Know, yeah, if anybody has it, wants to find out anything, that's an easy, um, easy place to go, and, and uh, we're maintaining and responding to any inquiries through that uh, location. As I said, there's Value Starters is one of our biggest investments in 2021. Um, you know, next to to Rise, obviously, to mm -hmm. to really help um, help our, our customers start their journey to. Uh, Intelligent, intelligent enterprise and uh, actually understand why they should start with us for. So great. Well, looking at the time, thank you very much for having you again. Um, we have the link to the value starter. We will put that in the notes. What we also want to put in the notes, of course, are any other ways to get in contact with you or to follow you. Is it still like LinkedIn as the best source or how are we yep. in 2021? Yeah, LinkedIn is always a is always a great source source. It's always on. So <laughs> people can contact me through LinkedIn and and I do do have a lot of follow-up to to your from your last session. I had some people uh, reaching out to me. So really LinkedIn is always good. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so I hope I hope you um, will get a, a crowd of new followers too with this one. I really loved it. Thank you very much. So um, let's kick into 2021. Really looking forward. Um, thank you very much for your participation again. I hope uh, you will have a good time. You stay healthy and see you soon again. Thank you, Alex. It was an excellent, as always, it was a pleasure. And uh, 2021 will be an amazing year. I feel it. So I agree. Take care. Thank you very much. Same to you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye -bye.